from the UGA Mentor Program. This is Real Talk. All right. Hi, everyone. This is Real Talk, a UGA Mentor Program podcast where UGA students have authentic conversations around work, life, school, and career. My name is Destiny Lloyd, and today we're switching it up a bit. So just like a lot of other places and organizations, things have changed a bit around here and for the Mentor Lab team. And so I thought we would take the time today to introduce you to who and what the Mentor Lab team is. So um, to get us started, I would love to introduce you all to the Mentor Lab team. And so I'll actually have Cam, Cam, um, start us off. Who are you? Um, <laughs> I know that's a big question. Where, when did you join the team? How would you describe the, what the Mentor Lab is? Um, how did you get here? That is such a great question. I ask myself every day, who am I? Uh, but my name is Cameron Q, and I am one of the program coordinators for the UGA Mentor Program. I started here in November of 2021, so it's been almost a year at this point. And I think the way that I would describe the Mentor Lab, it's really just a space where everything that needs to happen in order for the Mentor Program to function happens. And so all of the behind the scenes things and you know, the items and to-dos that you don't really think about that go into having a university-wide program. That's what the Mentor Lab is. But I think that we really try to do our best to have a whole lot of fun while we're doing it. So yeah, yeah that's that's pretty much how I describe the Mentor Lab. And then how did I get here? Great question. So <laughs> I was a UGA student actually, and I graduated in May of 2021. So go dogs. And I got my degree in social work and was looking for jobs. And I actually had an on-campus job at the visitor center and my boss at the visitor center sent me this job posting and said, Hey, you should check this out. And I checked it out. I applied and Next thing you know, here I am. So that's how I found my way here into this this awesome job. Yay. We're so glad you found yourself here. And it sounds like maybe a mentor was slightly involved in getting to this point and being in this role. So shout out to, to that person who helped you out. We have a new director and we are so excited to welcome Dr. Bethany Blumenshine to our team. So Welcome, Bethany. Thank Can you. you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be part of the Mentor Lab team? Yeah, absolutely. It's still it's so fun to hear a doctor in front of my name. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a recent addition as of May. But yeah, so I um found myself here. I actually went to undergrad at Kennesaw State and became an English teacher from there. I taught English for a while in Forsyth County, and then I transitioned to a different high school and worked with um, at-risk and really struggling juniors and seniors to help make sure that they graduated on time. And I loved that work. And so then I got my master's in ed leadership with the hope of being able to kind of amplify that work and ended up at the alternative school as an assistant principal, which I really enjoyed as well. A lot of a lot of great and fun experiences that were never boring. Um, and then I was just I once I finished my doctorate in May, I decided I was ready for a new adventure. And um, even though I never thought I would end back up in Athens, which is where I went to high school, uh, the the poll was just too strong. And so I made my way back here, and I'm so glad that I did. 
Yeah, for some of us, it only takes a couple of months, maybe a little bit more than a year or a few years, um, in your case, Bethany, to make it back to Athens. But I think we all somehow make it back here. So yes, it turns out this might actually be the center of the universe. <laughs> it just might be. Um, so I know you've been here a little bit over a month now, but how would you describe what and who the Mentor Lab team is? Yeah, I mean, I think the, I love the term lab because that in my head evokes all this imagery of like schematics and potions and all the things. And I feel like that is who we are. Like we are, mm -hmm. you know, we are mixing everything together and providing the support that people need in order to gauge, engage in these relationships. And so um, I think we are a very passionate team, a very creative team very innovative um and so far it's just been it's been awesome to see you know all the things that have already happened in such a short period of time because the, the mentor program is still you know so new mm -hmm. um but it's exciting that it's still so open to innovation and creativity and just yeah. you know helping people get what they need out of mentorship yeah, I think so too. I think the lab piece really opens up lots of doors for what we can do and what we are doing. And for a little bit of context for our listeners, the mentor lab, it's kind of our enduring term, what we use to call ourselves as a team. Um, but our team actually isn't just Bethany, myself and Cam. We have two amazing graduate assistants that also help us do all this work that we do behind the scenes and an incredible group of ambassadors. So we'll have 26 new students coming in to join us to really promote and, and bring awareness and inspire students to, to find mentorship and help them through their time here at UGA. So I thought it would be fun if we could do a little speed round of a get to know me kind of questionnaire game that we just spitting out answers real fast. All right. And if you and if you just absolutely need to have an explanation or share something or afterwards, we can we can delve a little bit deeper into some of these things for fun. OK, are you ready? I'm excited. OK, here we go. Number one, what did you study as an undergraduate student? English education. International affairs. Social work. <laughs> OK, what's your favorite genre of music? Country. Um, indie, alternative. Yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I like it all. Yes. All right. Um, do you have any pets? Yes, I have Arlo, the sheepadoodle. Oh, I do not, but maybe I will have a pet soon. That's mm -hmm. exciting. Mm -hmm. I have a dog named Daisy. She's 13. Oh, Daisy. Okay. Next question. Where is your favorite place that you've traveled to? Turkey. Oh, ooh. Okay, sorry. Um, there's a story there. Um, New Zealand. Roma. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, last one. What are you currently watching right now? TV show, movie, etc. Virgin River. Okay, that one keeps popping up on my Netflix. It, it, it really wants me to watch that. And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that. Um, I... I'm kind of in between things. And so for fun, I am watching Dream Home Makeover. Mm, that's good. Yeah. We watch a lot of Jeopardy, a lot of Shark Week. Can you tell I live at home with my parents? Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to hear more about Arlo. Bethany, tell us a little bit about Arlo. 
yeah, so Arlo um, was my super special birthday present a couple of years ago, to, almost two years ago. And um, Blake and I, my husband, had taught, we had talked for 12 years about getting a dog. <laughs> and um, every year I'm like, we should do this, we should do this. And then one year for my birthday, he gave me a little like how to, everything you need to know about sheep doodles and a little fluffy dog and said, hey, in April, we're on this wait list. Like my birthday's in November, but we're on the wait list to get one in April. I was like, cool. We have time to prepare. Um, they called us two weeks later and said, hey, we have a puppy ready. You want to come get him? And so we got ourselves a little Thanksgiving dog. Oh, yeah. So he is absolutely spoiled. Um, we treat him like our baby because he is. He travels with us and he um, like he, you know, he's just a big sweetie snuggle bug. He's so sweet and gentle. And he uh, somebody asked me if he's they're like, is he ever mad? I'm like, what would he have to be mad about? <laughs> he lives <laughs> the best life. Like, so, yes, he, he is our great love. Oh, and Cam, does Daisy ever get mad? So we like to say Daisy is a cat trapped in a dog's mm. body. Mm. So she doesn't get mad per se, but she has her moods and she'll, she'll come to you if she wants to, if she doesn't, she's not going to, she's not your typical, like happy go lucky attention seeking dog. She's very much like, this is my world. And you just happen to be living in it. So <laughs> has she always been that way or just since she's gotten a little bit older, it is worsened as she's it's become it's become more intense for sure but yeah she's as sweet as could be when she wants to be your friend so yeah I love dogs they're very sweet um so when I mentioned maybe getting a pet soon it would not be a dog sadly but a cat so I've I've had a previous cat before and my partner he is I think going to take in one of his friend's cats that they just don't have enough space for and so we may have a cute little kitty soon, which will be fun, but um, no fun dog stories quite yet to share. I'm curious though, to hear from both of you, we obviously work in mentorship. We see the value of it. And I know we definitely each have our own personal stories where mentorship has played a role in our own lives. And so I want to give you a moment to think about what's one of your favorite mentorship stories or moments or memories that really stands out to you in your life and just share a little bit about that, that time or how it's had an impact on your life and maybe how that continues to play out today. One of my longest mentors that I've had happens to be an ex-career center employee. So that worked out really well for me. Um, just that she had all of the knowledge and wisdom that she did through her job, but her name is Maggie O'Brien. Shout out Maggie, if you're listening to this, but (laughs) Maggie was my soccer coach when I was in high school. And so we got to know each other through that and just generally had a relationship of her helping me navigating the problems that come with high school, but then also the transition into college and figuring out everything. And she was there for me to support me through college. And we were involved in some of the same things in the community, which was really cool because we got to serve in different aspects together. And it was just really cool. But then after my sophomore year of college, yes, you heard me after my sophomore year of college, (laughs) I decided to change my major to something completely different than what I was studying. But the problem was I had no idea what I wanted to change to. I just knew that what I was studying was not working for me. And so in a time that I like to affectionately call my mid-college crisis, I called Maggie and I said, Maggie, please help. 
it, but it was a lot, it was filled with a lot more cries and things as I'm on the phone to Maggie. So I was crying because it was my crisis. And I said, Maggie, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I'm at, after my sophomore year, I'm basically a junior and I don't, I don't even know if I can do this. And she said, hold on, I'll be there in five minutes. And she drove after work, drove all the way to my apartment and sat down with me. And this is, even though we had like a mentoring relationship, this was basically what she did for her job. But she came to my house after work and basically gave me a free appointment. I mean, the career center is free, but gave me a career counseling session in my home off the clock for her. Mm -hmm. And that just meant so much to me. And then really just changed the course of my future because we were able to settle on um, social work being the major for me. And so that was what I pursued for the rest of college and has guided so much of what I've learned and known and come to be passionate about since then. So. That was one impactful story for me. Oh, I love that. That and and that one is like a lifelong mentor too, from high school to college. And I know you still and you even got to connect too while you were here in the career center. So I love that. Appreciate love that you sharing too. that. That's just the best. That's awesome. Yeah, I have been so lucky to have just different um different mentor, different types of mentorship, I think, ever since um I don't know, really even through like middle and high school and I stay in touch with them. So I'm like thinking about who do I still talk to from those times? And it's like, oh, it's those those people. One that stands out to me though is um, somebody that I met in college and she, um, she's still at Kennesaw. She works as she's the director of parent and family programs there. And she was involved with orientation and all these other things. But what I loved about her is when I needed somebody to help me through just kind of like life stuff, transitioning from um, like out of college and into adulting. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She was somebody who I always felt was like a safe person that I could go to. So professionally, she helped me navigate some challenges that I was having while I was still in college with some different on-campus jobs that I had. I learned a lot from her about how to manage personalities, but She's somebody who, one of the things I respect so much about her is that I can talk to her every day or I can talk to her like once every three years. And it's like, we just pick back up kind of where you leave off. And so, I mean, I, you know, I graduated from there in 2011 and we still stay in touch. She's actually a UGA alum and um, was so excited when I took this role. Um, And she was one of the first people I reached out to when I was looking to make a career change. So I just, I don't know. I have so much appreciation and respect for those relationships where it's like, oh, I see so much potential in you. Let's figure out ways to pull that out. Um, And I think that has really like that's a quality that I want to personify and and Mm -hmm. have that impact on other people. So, yeah, she's awesome. Well, that getting to pay it forward now, definitely. So for me, and I was thinking about this. Went through a lot of struggles in college and um, (laughs) had to learn some lessons the hard way, I think. But um, I did the double dogs program. And so in one of my first years kind of starting that grad school track, um, my major professor, and for those of you who are interested in graduates programs, especially ones that require research, typically you'll, you'll search within the field or area that you're interested in for a professor who's studying something that you might be interested in studying. And you can ask them to become your major professor. And they're kind of like your advisor or your mentor during your graduate degree. So Lizzie, she was my um, major professor and advisor during my graduate degree program. 
And because I was a double dog, I still had one foot in my undergraduate studies slash activities and another foot in graduate school. And so I was holding on to a lot of my undergraduate organizations that I was involved in while still taking on the load of, or beginning to take on the load of being a graduate student. And I found myself at some point, I think it was like a spring semester, just completely overwhelmed. I had overcommitted myself to too many things, had a really heavy coursework, course load, and I just couldn't do the best work that I could within school. And I had to, and I actually was taking a class with my major professor and I had to email her and say, I am so sorry. I am just cannot, I am not able to like turn this assignment in on time. Like I'm very overwhelmed and I have, a, there's just so many things going on. And, and I felt terrible to like even admit that I was not able to do this thing or I needed more time or to even ask for help. I think that was like a really big struggle for me too. And later we had a conversation and she sat me down and we, she just shared like, sometimes you're going to have to just do mediocre work and that's okay. And I don't think I'd ever had anyone tell me that that was okay. And I feel like a light bulb went off in my head, one, to, to try to prioritize a little bit better and see where, where should my time, where should I be spending my time? What things should I be letting go of? But two, just the permission to say, it's okay to just be okay and not have to do everything at this level of perfection that, or pressure that you put on yourself. And so that was probably one moment that's really stuck with me for a super long time. And even to this day in my office, I have um, a note on my board that says done is better than perfect. Um, but I also have another note that says you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And I think those two pieces of just those mottos I live by or I, I keep in front of me because I had that conversation with my major professor. And so, yeah, so that was something that's really stuck with me for a long time and definitely appreciated having that conversation and, and that person who was able to be open and honest with me to, you know, have that conversation, like, let's look at what you're doing and maybe you're doing too much and, but also give me permission to, to be okay. And, and it's okay to fail and, and make those mistakes. So. I love that. Cool. That's such a great, and like, that's such an important, like, like you said, piece of uh, permission. Um, I think when you're an overachiever, which (laughs) we know some of those, for sure, we are some of those. (laughs) Um, You know, I think a lot of times you hit that crisis point, and and you don't know where to turn. So I'm thankful for you that you had Lizzie to be like, you're good. We're okay. Yeah. And especially as a UJ student, there's so many things to do all the time, and so many awesome opportunities for growth and enjoyment and all of the things and it's hard to choose and so in the midst of you trying to figure out how to do all of that that's really cool that somebody in that mentoring position was able to say hey it's okay you know so yeah. that's just really cool especially somebody directly responsible for having <laughs> input on your grade <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah you know to be like hey it's that no I think that's great and that's the reality you know I think mm-hmm. I hope at least that maybe that was a positive thing that came out of COVID was like this idea of, of pausing and existing and like not being able to do everything. Um, but I think that's a really important message for everybody. Yeah. 
Well, I know we're all very thankful for our mentors um, that we've had in our lives. And we have a ton of mentors, a part of the UG Mentor Program, and we're thankful for each of them and all of the wisdom and guidance that they have shared and will be able to share with students. We're, I know we're all excited for this new semester and what it'll bring. And, and for all of our new mentors who are just getting started in the UG Mentor Program to get an opportunity to connect with students and hear their stories and mentors to share their experiences. So I want to end with those stories, but before we wrap up, Bethany or Cam, if there's anything else you want to share, please do, or, or anything you feel like, I want students and mentors to know this about the UGA Mentor Program that maybe they wouldn't know otherwise. I think one of the things that I love so much about this program and one of the reasons I applied to work specifically with mentorship was because Mentorship can be anything you need it to be, and it can be formal, it can be informal, you can find it in the most unlikely of places. But one of the things I like about this, and I've started, you know, as I've come into this role and having conversations, you know, we expect students to kind of drive that relationship and to go into that relationship knowing what they want to get out of it. My advice would be to also be open, though, to having that experience change and develop as that relationship does. Um, because as you get to know people and you make connections and you're, you know, as you grow up, your interests change. Um, and that can be really hard to, to think in your head, I have this path, I have this goal, I want to do this. And then to be like, just kidding. I mean, Cam, kind of what, what you were talking about, like, and you go in a different direction. Um, but having the courage to do that and to be okay with that would probably be some advice I would give. My piece of advice comes from something that somebody told me about a totally different situation in my life, but it applies here too. And I think with this program, you get out what you put in. And so if you go to our website and you create your profile and then you never request a mentor, you probably won't get a whole lot out of it because it wasn't a whole lot that you put in. But if you're willing to, you know, make yourself just a little bit uncomfortable and send that message to that mentor. It might seem a little bit scary at first, but knowing that those mentors are there because they want to give you help and guidance and advice, they're there to help you and to serve you. Um, If you can take that little leap, then you're putting in more. And from that, you'll be able to get out more. Um, And that just continues through your experience with the program. So if you continue to put some in and you know, request more than one mentor or have a few mentors back to back, the more you'll get out of it. So I would just keep that in mind as you're thinking about joining the program or requesting your second mentor or third or whatever your involvement looks like. Yeah, I think what I'd like to share ties into what you both have already mentioned, but that you can even, you can find a mentor at any point in your college career here at UGA and beyond. But whether you're an undergraduate student or a graduate student or professional student, there may be times in your life where you just need that extra help or guidance. And this is where this program can come in to help you find that person that you may be able to relate to on a personal level, on a career level, whatever it may be. And you can, you can connect with multiple people. I think all of our mentors who have signed up for this program do so because they know that they were a student once or they've been involved here at UGA and as a faculty member or staff member, and they want to give back to y'all. And so I think there's no greater gift than the ability to share your experiences with others who can then take that and, and learn from them. I think just taking advantage of this when it's the right time for you is, is important. It was so good to talk with Bethany and Cam today. Hopefully you all got to learn a little bit more about our team and what we do, but we are here for you. 
if you have any questions about the UJ Mentor Program, if you're in a mentoring relationship, if you're getting started, whatever it may be, you can always reach out to any of us. I'll just share our website, mentor.uga.edu. You can go in there, find our com- contact information there. I'll link it into the description of this podcast as well. So you guys can easily find that. But we're here for you, just like mentors are too. Thanks y'all for tuning in. And this is Real Talk. Real talk for real dogs.